Doug Sims Live, and we are in the building having fun talking with Miss <laughs> uh, Rachel Parker and Miss Jane Jones. And Jane is going to talk to us about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. But did you watch the Grammys? Did you enjoy the Grammys? Trevor Noah was the host, and I thought he did a magnificent job. He was engaging, he was funny. He was Trevor Noah. What'd yes. you think? He was brilliant. He was a, a great comeback from what we saw with, um, not to put him on, on blast, but Joe Coy with, uh, what was that, the Golden Globes? I'm not sure. But yeah. Okay. So we had a good <laughs> rebound with Trevor Noah. And then you actually watched it. What were some of your takes on how people were looking in the audience? I thought everyone looked beautiful. The first person that... I noticed was Summer Walker oh. and Victoria Monet. Oh yes, she looked beautiful in her bronze bronze mm-hmm. dress. It was absolutely gorgeous. And then Sis, not Sisa, um, Summer, Summer Walker. Her dress was like feathers, and it was just mm-hmm. all white. And then after afterwards, we saw her in the grocery store getting groceries <laughs> in that same <laughs> gown. And I was like, that's just so authentic and genuine of her. Um, and I think there were some just really, really great looks great overall. overall. Yeah, I, I felt like people really brought it up fashion-wise for the Grammys, and it was giving you what we've expected to see with award shows. Some of the other ones, I felt like people were just missing the mark or too casual or too ratchet, and I, I was happy to see <laughs> this for the Grammys. Um, somebody did come in some baby fat. Oh, okay. Some what? Yeah. Baby fat. Baby yes. fat. I mean, she brought out a classic yes. baby fat. She brought but she out did some it conservatively for the award show. So shout out to Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, she did that well. I just want to Kimora make sure. Lee Simmons is proud somewhere. Yes. Because I, I wanted to break out my baby fat. I definitely <laughs> wanted to. I probably to. still have a Rockwood jacket or something, too. So the biggest win of the night, I felt, was definitely Killer Mike. Okay. He, ro- he won Rap Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. Best rap song and best rap performance. Mm-hmm. But then the tables turned very quickly. And what happened? He was detained. Detained. Now that's a word for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Ice got him? <laughs> Killer Mike was seen being handcuffed after he got off stage. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, there was an altercation between him and security. It got a little rough. There was something about, you know, him being rough with a citizen's arrest and everything else is we got to say alleged with because everything is know. pending yeah <laughs> so was, was the security pending. guard an overzealous fan or w- was he just, just in the way and, and i'm a security guard yeah, you know that type li- of he was top flight, top flight. Top flight. Okay. <laughs> top flight security. okay he was top okay. flight security hey, if the man's trying about. to leave and you're trying to hold him up for no reason get out of the way move <laughs> Get out the way, right. you know he what just, I'm saying? He just won three. <laughs> exactly. I mean, three. So that was kind of... He ugh. swept it. So, it was a key moment. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, another big win was the performance by Fantasia. Oh, yes. The ode to Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She absolutely killed that performance, and that was one of my favorite performances of the night. I agree. Fantasia has just been killing it through everything that she's been doing with the Color Purple promo. Mm -hmm. Her looks, her essence is back. She is just everything is full circle and, and I'm body. so happy for her and the body is body is bodying Woo! makeup is makeuping hair is hairing everything is great the accessories good. are good we are proud of yes. her is she auntie status yet 
Okay. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Give, so, give her another 10 years. She'll okay. be there. Sure. Give, give her 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. And what did you think about Jay-Z's um, speech after he won the Dr. Dre Global Impact? I'm oh. not surprised because we've known a lot of the rhetoric that he was, you know, speaking of from past shows. Um, I was surprised how much he detailed, but... Um, at the same time, I, I think he was speaking some truth. Um, I mean, it was kind of echoing some some Kanye about Beyonce. <laughs> yes, because um, she needs to win album of right, the year. Right, like Taylor Swift, we're going to let you have your album of the year, but... And that's yeah. that's going to be four times, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm going to also need you to acknowledge the queen when you're accepting your award, baby girl. I know you're excited. It's not your first one. But at the same time, you had Celine Dion, who was presenting this to you. And there had been previous rumors about her being ill. And she made it to the award show looking fab. Snaps to her. Yeah. Um, And she got ignored. I just, it was really cringy for me sitting on my couch watching that. I think... I think they made made up in the back and they hugged hugged it out in the back and I think our say, her PR team made it up in the back because there was also <laughs> the rumor oh yeah she said that she was not supposed to be touched but then I seen her in a Celine with another video mm-hmm. somebody right next to her I forgot who it was but they were just singing having a whole jam session um, no masks no six feet distancing and they were getting along so I think yeah. that people realized that moment for Taylor and tried to clean it up as best as possible you know and even if you can't be touched sort of say there's still ways to acknowledge right. a person mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean and, and give them that due respect mm-hmm. uh, because after all she did come before you mm-hmm. and she has a mass amounts and amounts and amounts you know so I, I think it's kind of like I'm just switching tables a little bit but kind of like the young rappers mm-hmm. they don't know the rappers mm-hmm. you know what I mean they don't know who came before them Right. they don't know the music I could pull out an old 1990 song and ask them who is this person they won't know it the younger generation will hear an artist create a song Mm -hmm. and they'll take somebody's beat that the producer put together oh yeah but they won't know the original exactly where the original came from you know what i mean yeah so she should have i thought she should have acknowledged celine dion Mm -hmm. she should have Hands down. First thing, hey, you, you're handing me something. Exactly. You are a super duper star. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is Celine Dion. Yeah. Like Every Dion. She's she's international. Yes. Royalty. Everybody knows her. Everybody yes. knows her. And Everybody. even then, even if it wasn't Celine Dion, there was still a proper format of somebody that's presenting you with an award right. that I think mm-hmm. just got missed. It, it felt like a high school you know, I got crown. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I got my crown and here's my friends. Right. <laughs> so with, you know, with that being said, and, and what you alluded to, Rachel was, um, Jay-Z speaking truth regarding his wife. Yes. You want to, uh, show your wife that you're concerned about what didn't happen, what mm-hmm. should happen. You have the most Grammys period. Mm-hmm. And still, but you, you, you don't have album of the year. That's crazy. But just, I mean, if you can look at it from another way, you have a lot of hit singles. Mm-hmm. But this particular board didn't think you were good enough to have album of mm-hmm. the year. A full album. Which is crazy mm-hmm. because you can buy or download a Beyonce album. Let's say it has 12 songs on it. Yep. Nine of them bad boys right. going to be popping. Yeah, you have right. a good body of work with some hit singles. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like, wow. Well, 
one of her albums. I can't remember which one. It didn't get a lot of radio play this particular song at first, but it turned out to be better than the first one that they came out with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love on top. That. Love on top came oh, out yes. to be yep, that right. song, yep. but it wasn't the first single, yep. which was crazy to me. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so I, I thought he, I thought he had some, some, some speaking good speaking points mm-hmm. regarding her i mean you have she has like what 18 or somewhere in that arena yeah she right. has quite a few mm-hmm. Eight, maybe 22 oh. <laughs> she, she's got numbers she, and she, she's still not she getting this one award so mm-hmm. my favorite line that he said that jay-z said was when i get nervous i tell the truth i did i like that <laughs> one. that was too I, like, that oh. is like i was like yep that's going on a t-shirt or something because <laughs> that's going on my board when that i get smooth. nervous i tell the truth mm-hmm. i was like yep and then SZA, when she received her award SZA was very <laughs> cute to watch yes I, I got choked up for her because you could just feel the passion emotion about it and the excitement you know, exactly the true excitement for what she's doing what she's getting love for and and you can feel that what translate. did she say she's like i'm not a um i'm not an attractive crier yeah, i'm not an attractive <laughs> crier i thought that was the cutest though <laughs> i was like that's so genuine of yeah. so i love that i love that yo you're checking out doug sims live still in the building with rachel and jane hey, and on the country music side beyonce coming out with her jams i'm gonna say their jams i like them mm-hmm. i like them i like them yeah, but a, a Oklahoma radio station not snubbing her country music is a headline. So a small town in Oklahoma radio station is under fire after a listener accused it of purposely barring Beyonce's new country song. But the whole thing has been totally warped and in fact is now resolved. So basically, is it? Did you say, is it? Mm-hmm. Did they play it? It is. Uh, <laughs> according to the Shade Room, they gave an update that the Beehive did their thing and that it is coming up on their playlist. It better be. They made some calls. Don't you dare they snub swarmed. Beyonce, okay? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, according to... We swarmed to, in. We swarmed in, okay? A, according to, to uh, this article, someone on X, Twitter, X, <laughs> hopped online on Tuesday claiming that KYKC, a local country station in Ada, Oklahoma, had told them that they refused to play Bay's two country singles when he requested them because they don't play Beyonce, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So reading further into the article, they didn't play him, play her rather, because they don't have the singles yet. Oh. Something, so, yeah. yeah. Something so, I saw said they kind of <laughs> just gave a generic response because she's typically not a country artist. So they said, you know, if you had requested Rolling Stones, we would have given probably a similar message. But, you know, they'll watch it and see how it goes. And then if it makes it big enough, then they'll decide to play it later on. Wow. So they're just not going to hop on the bandwagon right. is what you're saying. Like, you know, ready to ride or die for Beyonce until they know they have the single and they're ready to go. Well, red tape. It's Beyonce. <laughs> it's it's going to go up somebody's chart. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Trust me. It's going to. It's, it's so why not go. capitalize on it? Or are you really kind of putting a stance on what you guys like for your radio? Mm. So, you know, some country singers branch out and sing other things. They do. So let's say you have a country singer that includes rap. Is it still not country or is it now a rap song? 
But see, is that always? Is there always a crossover? And there, is there a category for that? <laughs> like, oh. you know, like? But I, but I, I guess yeah. I'm saying to, uh, alluded to what the article stated that yeah. we just don't play like Beyonce, Beyonce, right? But she's singing a country song. So what's the difference? You know, you have plenty of gospel artists mm-hmm. that have come from R and B. Yeah, true, absolutely. And they do both. You have K Michelle, who, went who has R&B. put. And who and put, put out, out a country, country album? album. Yeah. Let's, let's give her, her flowers. Right. So she punching air somewhere. <laughs> so some, somebody's gonna play that. Air. Play. I bet you somebody's I'm playing so it right now. But you think about it. Texas is the land of country. Right. You know what I mean? That's guitars, where, box yeah. guitars, boots, mm-hmm. leather. What what they call them? The chaps. The chaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chaps. And then Beyonce's from, from H Town. Exactly. It's, it's from Texas. Texas. That's the home of country. I mean, you think when you think of country, what do you think? Texas, Alabama. Yeah. You know, maybe some Tennessee, mm-hmm. Tennessee Mississippi. Tennessee. Yep. You know. Yeah. But you got to put Texas in there. Yep. Yeah. So rock on. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Beehive. <laughs> Stand up. Are you looking for affordable insurance coverage? Look no further than Majestic Insurance. We offer a wide range of insurance options to fit your needs and budget. Don't let unexpected weather events catch you off guard. Our insurance policies can protect you from the unexpected. Call us today. Majestic Insurance, 231-638-5030. Majestic Insurance, 231 Six three eight five zero three zero. So, can you ladies imagine flying in a plane and the door just pops off? Among you... other worse fears, by being a plane, <laughs> like <No>. another fear <laughs> unlocked, <laughs> another fear unlocked, unlocked right like there. the door. Apparently, what is going on? Right. So, a door falls off a plane mid-flight over New York and forces emergency landing in Buffalo. Looks like a plane landed safely in Buffalo, New York airport after a door fell off the aircraft mid-flight on Monday according to transportation authorities. The single engine Diamond DA-40 plane had landed at Buffalo Niagara International Airport around 5.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. after the pilot reported losing the left rear passenger door. Mm -hmm. The Federal Aviation Administration said in a statement two people were on board. Now. They landed safely. They landed safely. They were only there for like seven minutes. But this is now coming after the incident in January, January 5th, to be specific, with Alaska Airlines and their flight that was over Oregon. So two people versus... I I don't know. Plenty of people. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just imagine that? Like, what if you're right next next to like what are you doing like do you move seats <laughs> can you move seats no. you know okay, pull down the to, oxygen that, mask a, that is scary like the that's video scary. like you can't what like the, there the, ain't enough seatbelts for me the average person me the average person <laughs> right when a plane takes off and you hit that first bit of turbulence mm-hmm. i mean some rough turbulence i'm yeah. like oh my goodness <laughs> you know i have to just slowly oh. grab something <laughs> I've been flying since I since 17. I've been mm-hmm. on, wow. on planes, but it's still that nervous point that comes around. There is. Now just imagine the door coming off. So now you have incoming wind, mm-hmm. you know, that's a vacuum all of a sudden. Mm. Whether it's coming in or going out. 
yeah the pressure it's a vacuum that right. would wake me up because i'm one of those people turbulence is rocking me to sleep i'm i'm no, done nobody's sleep. calling me mom really? on the plane you don't understand don't, <laughs> this one will so sleep bad. through any she'll Anything. sleep through a tornado <laughs> the door has to come off to me me wake up I, I i know i know what my issue is it's not that i'm so nervous but if you will, I have a weak stomach, right? Okay. So I don't ride roller coasters because of the dip mm-hmm. because my stomach really feels it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get that feeling in the airplane. Mm-hmm. So I'm uncomfortable. So a little motion sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 At that yeah. point. Oh, so yeah. I'm I'm kind of the same way on on flights. Right. Like in the car, I'm pretty good. I just can't read in the car. But same. like mm-hmm. if a door flew off, I would literally panic. Like I would not stay calm. Oh, yeah. I'm no. one of those people that I'm like, I'm running somewhere. <laughs> Even though Better I should get out that seat. <laughs> Put your oxygen mask on and yeah. then just chill out cuz you ain't going nowhere. I know. I'm really bad at that. I'm I'm going to panic first. I'm just going to be real honest about that. <laughs> so I I can imagine the the Alaska Alaskan air oh, uh, air, air flight mm. flight rather that all that pressure uh, that came through I'm just wondering how the uh the uh, flight attendants. Well, yeah, the flight attendants <laughs> as well, but the passengers. I'm just wondering how they reacted to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because you're not you're not on an an Alaskan flight with two people. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's there should be a lot of people on there. Exactly. You know, at, at least seventy people. At least at a minimum. Do flight attendants train for that part? Like something. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm just I mean, they train for a lot of things, but you know, it, it's different training versus it happening yeah. yeah and then you have all the yeah. factors of everybody else that hasn't trained for this so what are they going to do is somebody actually going to panic and take off their seat belt try to run somewhere <laughs> like you got to tackle them <laughs> in the seat like oh goodness it's just too much but then what what kind of compensation comes from that is there a duty to compensate people or is that part of the liability you should at least get your your flight comped i know that I mean, yeah because but... we didn't land where we were supposed to yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure yeah. there's some I'm, I'm type of compensation. I'm gonna need at least a year or two or three or of five what, a years. Flight? <laughs> yes, <laughs> lifetime <laughs> of Uber. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> lifetime. Wow. Well, hey, I think every on the Alaskan flight it didn't crash or anything like that, so no. it landed safely, mm-hmm. uh, as well as this uh, two passenger plane mm-hmm. landed safely. So everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. It would be like for me. I'm not sure when the next time I will be on a flight. And I say that because I was in a bad accident in Texas. Okay. Oh. It put me out of work for three months, went to therapy, chiropractor for three months. Yeah. I was scared to drive. Oh. Really scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just getting in the car, yeah. I was I was traumatized. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's so, a natural thing. Airplane. I might not be flying for a while. Right. Okay, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and give me my lifetime somewhere. Uber card. Yes, yeah, yeah that's it. We're, we're doing this. Go ahead, gift me a Tesla. It's okay, but pray for me. I'm gonna be on a plane next week, y'all. Yep, plane next week. Okay, uh, going to New York. Oh gosh, you, you know what? They've already worked out the kinks, for, though. We're gonna be praying for Rachel. Okay, I, I'm gonna switch gears real quick because she's going to New York. My son is in Ohio at college. Okay, mm-hmm. he hits me up on. Saturday. Hey, guess what? Okay, what? Right. I'm in New York. What? Like, what? Everybody <laughs> going to New York from <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> from Ohio. So he went to New York Fashion Week. Oh, nice. And I'm like, this is what I said. I say, dude, you need to tell me before 
before you go. Mm-hmm. Not when you <laughs> Not arrive. Not when you get there. You right. know. But I can't say he gets it. I, I'll say he gets it honestly because I'll do that. I'll just oh, I'll just break out and go somewhere. <laughs> hey, I'm over here. In case you need me, I'm out of town. We gotta do better. You know? Oh yeah, we gotta do better. I'm sorry, yeah. mom. I do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's we gotta do better. But then I I was a little nervous because I was like, man, you anything could happen. You know, let your parents know right where you are before you go, where you're going, so forth and so on. But I've been gone since I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I really can't be that bad at him, you know? I can say I am responsible. I'll share my location with whoever's expecting me. Right. And then my bestie always. So she she be sitting with the popcorn and seeing I a do. little line I, move. I, like, okay. I, okay, Rachel, location. stop here. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. What's going on? She's here a little long. Um, did you get some food? I, Everything good? <laughs> I did do that to her. Because she drove to New York this time. Yeah. And I was like. You were stopped in PA for quite some time. Wow. <laughs> Did you take a nap? What happened? Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just I had I had to sleep." So yeah, I was definitely. like, oh, "Okay, just a one hour nap. It was good." Technology. In the car? Yep, in the yes, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah Blanket yeah. I'm pillow. A pro, I'm a pro with that. Mm-hmm. I tell you. I, I experienced that with her <laughs> recently. That was the first time for that, but Can yeah, we, we slept. We slept real good. But yes, so where did you sleep at? Um, I so normally rest up. That's where we slept. Yeah. Or if I'm on the road, um, normally I'll pull into a hotel parking lot. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trained. (laughs) I'm trained. I I, I slept, you know, I slept one time or tried to sleep one time at the rest stop. But somewhere off behind the building, Uh there was some crazy looking dude Uh -uh. up against a tree just kind of like... Outside looking of like, like, a J- looking with, like with Ronnie. A looking like Ronnie. You guys know Ronnie? It's Ronnie. Ronnie from uh, Raising Canaan. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh. We don't watch it. The lights turned on. The lights turned on. So he was looking like Ronnie. I was like, oh, let me get out of here. So from that point on, I'll hit a hotel, mm-hmm. pull out the pillow, because it's in the trunk, uh-huh. pull out the blanket, and I'm out. Good. Four hours. Ooh, four hours. That, I need Good four stretch. hours. Because that's that's generally... So, like, when I came from Texas, mm-hmm. I drove it in one day straight. Wow. 17 hours, 17 minutes. Okay. Got okay. it down. But any any other time, give me a four-hour break. Okay. I'm that six o'clock... I'm that... Actually, I'm that two o'clock in the morning guy. Yes. Okay. That's when I take off. Yes. Yep. <laughs> because I can drive into the day. Yep. But if I have to drive into the night... It's, it's over. over. It's over. Because right. once that like I'm, 9, 10, 11 it's hour over. hits, You're it's like your yawning. body is like, uh-uh, there's not enough to yes, keep me like, engaged. Yeah. yeah, we need a nap. I'm done. Yeah, yeah we try to pull all nighter. That's yeah. not happening. <laughs> you gotta love it. My name is DJ Cody 9 out the Midwest, and you're now tuned in with Doug Sims Live. Hey, everyone. It's your girl, Jane Jones, and I'm here with Rachel Parker and Mr. Doug Sims. And we are talking about some amazing things that women are doing today. Bravo, bravo. Snaps Yay, to us. Snaps to them. <laughs> I know it's not Women's History Month, but we definitely have to talk about the history that these ladies are making and what they're doing. So the first person we're going to talk about is Angela Yee, former ho- co-host on The Breakfast Club, now with her own show. She is giving back to Detroit with her latest investment property. She bought a 30-unit building in Midtown and plans to use 10 units for formerly incarcerated 
women. Okay, kudos. Angela Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Angela Lee, we're doing that. But to think about the women that who were incarcerated Mm -hmm. and making a house, making providing housing Mm -hmm. for those women, I think that's huge. It is because um, there's a statistics I don't know, but there is a huge helping hand that's needed for that transition from coming there. I mean, a lot of people, they're already going to be coming into nothing because they've started with nothing. The crime is the reason why, you know, it's hard for them to get housing. Exactly. And then whatever their circumstances were previously may have driven them to be doing things that are illegal. So then transitioning back into the real world, quote unquote, um, with no resources, sometimes um, no help, nowhere to sit. You know, you kind of just get out like summer camp and nobody's there to pick you up so that's amazing that she's doing that yeah what i love what she said that i really really love the most she said i feel like the best angela Yee said this sorry i feel like the best and most satisfying thing is when somebody is like when somebody is like you changed my life mm-hmm. and i think that's so huge when especially when it comes to housing yeah that's just like your basic need mm-hmm. is being met and from coming from being incarcerated and like where am i gonna go because mm-hmm. nobody's gonna accept me because of my background right and shout out to her helping those in the d or her home state michigan we love that <laughs> yes we love At least that i love that we love jane that. you know wisconsin <laughs> and all that but you know we're, we're still proud we're still happy to hear that and so kudos to, to angela yee yeah um I kind of want to spotlight because uh, I'm I'm a card player. So if anybody knows me, I grew up with my dad. It's kind of a cherished moment of um, playing hands of poker. Um, we, we, we would play with milk caps. So different color milk caps, and that would be our betting chips. Really? Um, our, me and my sister. I didn't know that about her. We would play with And we've been friends. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been best friends. I don't Take know me to the casino her. whenever you want. I'm lucky <laughs> on my birthdays. Um, just a shout out. Oh, and I'll whoop your butt in un, un, uno anytime. Oh. Yes. Any type of uno. But <laughs> I, I digress. So shouting out to Princess Love, um, reality TV star, uh, Ray J's strange wife. I don't know what's going on with their relationship, but they were very um, entertaining to watch on Hip Hop Hollywood. That was my favorite <laughs> reality city. Um, but she won the Celebrity Poker Tournament, um, the Invitational in Las Vegas. And... Um, that's just amazing that she did that for one and is the first black woman to make it to that level of high competition for the advanced level of poker. Congratulations, Princess Love. And to be in a room full of probably men. Yeah, typically. (laughs) And beating everybody out. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Uh, The tournament consisted of 73 entrant invite onlys. Ooh. And she was at the top, but it the whole tournament itself started with at least like thirty three hundred people. I think it was. What's in the it. What's the winning bag on that? Um, I think she. Oh, I say only. It's a lot for me, but like twenty thousand dollars is what she uh, won, and an engraved bottle of Louis the Thirteenth. Wow. Louis the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. So you're just gonna set that on your. Counter? Oh, and then alongside two <laughs> engraved baccarat crystal glasses, like so. Eh, pennies. I'm sure she's, you know, got a net worth of a couple million, but still, just the notoriety behind that. So shout out to her. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of um, you're in a whole different world in mm-hmm. in the poker realm. You know what I mean? Because that's a, that's a specialized kind of 
yeah you that's know a game sport. you yes. know that's a sport <laughs> right a sport. exactly right. exactly so uh, that's pretty awesome yeah then. i think that helps to transition her from being you know just a cheesy mm-hmm. reality, reality tv, TV star, star to somebody that's you know prominent so so speaking of reality tv how do you think most of the women fare outside of the tv show career-wise entrepreneurs what do you think i think a lot of them have made some um significant like difference from being reality tv and some have really took like I know that um, Yandy, she made like a skincare line, and mm-hmm. I know she does well there. But she's she's like a serial entrepreneur. Too. That's usually what you see, mm-hmm. and they showcase it on their shows. But I think more times than not, you see that they still need to be relevant on these TV shows, so they create new drama, new fights, new crossovers to other shows because that's kind of really their niche in life is to be on the camera, mm-hmm. sometimes being ratchet. Um, showing skin but you know that that's what they do and then they might spin off to a love you know every third person on every other reality tv show can sing apparently and (laughs) have a show but (laughs) so i i I just think that you kind of see the serial entrepreneurship because right now branding is a big thing and it helps people launch different products you know where you can just make some passive income but for the most part they need these shows not so, Cardi B though. <laughs> so, what do you think that the reality TV shows, catfighting or whatever you want to call it, what do you think that does to the psyche of the young women in the community? It, it perpetuates those tacky <laughs> stereotypes because it creates a buzz, it creates views, and people just want to be entertained. But then we hold media and everything that we see now with such a high regard. Um, that what we see it now imitates life. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because if we, yeah. We got 14-year-olds going to high school with bus downs and they don't even know the first thing about opening a savings account or mm-hmm. a money market or anything like that. But yet they know they got to get their nails paid for and look a certain way, but have no skills underneath that wig. So, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I feel passionate about it, y'all. <laughs> She's very passionate about it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, via social media, mm-hmm. I'm same lane or same vein rather, but a little different. The young woman, whether it was a skit or whether it was real, the man took the woman to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yes. goodness. <laughs> and she literally disrespected the guy because it was the Cheesecake Factory. Attitudes like that, would mm-hmm. that be coming from the reality shows of watching the women the way they act towards anybody because they tend to not respect everybody if if you will I think there's a big influence with that um, it helps to create this mindset this em- uh, empty mindset I want to say um, where people are quite uh, demanding of this respect or this level of treatment without having to earn it. Um, there's a lot of that that you see. Um, so Cheesecake Factory is a wonderful place. <laughs> if anybody wants to take me on a date there, um, please do. They're, they have a 30-page menu. We can always find something we to eat. We can find something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But no, I, I think that women are demanding what they think they deserve. Ooh. Okay. I can see that in certain 
ways, but don't you have to kind of earn what you deserve? Like you give respect to get it. You kind of have to pay your dues a little bit. What do you think? Yeah. You know, um, another arm to that, if you will, (laughs) is that I've heard and seen, like you say, women act in a, in a way that they want that they feel they deserve to Mm -hmm. be treated. Right. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of times, if a man is bringing X, Y, Z to the table, if he asks a woman, what does she bring it to the table? The woman will feel disrespected. Therefore, she will go on the defense. But if you want a man that makes 100000 200000 mm-hmm. are you making that? That's going to be the man's response. If she comes off defensive, in a, se- in a sense, are you making that much? You want a person to make 500000 are you making 500000 or are you only making fifty? Uh, yeah, first but, you can't ask a woman what she brings to the table. That's not proper jargon. But I feel like a lot of this is coming from, uh, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, a lot of his talks where I don't, you know, people I don't, would go on there. I, I, I wouldn't say, I, for as a man, I wouldn't necessarily say that because, right. because in today's world, mm-hmm. women are confronting men, Oh yeah, if you will, about anything that they have what they have or what they don't have they're being confronted based on in my opinion this the um tv based on tv Mm -hmm. based on social media Mm -hmm. so forth and so on versus being based on what your mother taught you or what your grandmother taught you right now the tv is teaching everybody yeah exactly Yeah. yeah we grew up on mtv and things like that but I think seeing that on reality TV is that you you go for the ball player, you go for somebody who makes more than you. But is dating uh, is dating have to be like equal? Like, do you guys have to be making the same amount of money to be able to date each other? Definitely. Or are you no. dating out of your? Are you, you, you dating you, out of your? Uh, uh, what's your wage. <laughs> dating out I of think, your wage. Thank I, you. <laughs> I don't think you have to make you know the same but if you if you're demanding mm-hmm. that a person makes xyz then you should, then you should as right, well like a job yeah. like i'm demanding this salary and here are my qualifications right. and reasons why it doesn't necessarily be monetary things that you're bringing to the table are you bringing somebody that's going to create a home for the two of you in your relationship somebody that's emotionally intelligent um you guys balance each other out with other skills you might help you know, do clerical work on your man's business, but there's got to be something. Some substance needs to be there. It can't just be about the money. Right. So what reality TV shows you is that those things aren't fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not making for good TV. So why why showcase that? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm switching gears. I always switch gears because <laughs> thoughts just pop in my head. We're driving a stick shift here. So one. <laughs> <laughs> So one of my buddies, you know, um, being a photographer, one of my buddies, sometimes we we help each other out Mm -hmm. all the time. I'll help him with his event. He'll help me with mine. And sometimes I may need to use a piece of his equipment Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Even though I know he may say yes, I still don't expect him to say yes. Yeah. You know, I still render respect to by asking and mm-hmm. by saying, hey, I'll have it back 
tomorrow mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, even though most likely he's going to say yes, but I don't take advantage of that. Right. You know, and I don't use that. I mm-hmm. always render the respect. And I think in relationships, if it's like that, I think they would go a lot further. Yeah. Definitely. You know. But that's not highlighted. And that's on not TV. what's taught anymore. I think yeah. that's part of just the upbringing that's missing with a lot of our culture nowadays. I don't think our kids are being taught a lot. My kids are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on your household. You know, like a lot of times the parents are trying to make ends meet. True. And they're not getting a lot of time to spend with their children. You know, yeah. I I can only talk for me. You yeah. know what I mean? And sometimes you have to sacrifice hanging out at the club or whatever. Absolutely. Or sacrifice doing this or, you know, sacrifice doing whatever. I mean, we all can talk about our kids and, you know, <laughs> like me, I sacrificed reading to my son. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, and I sacrificed being there every day. Where you have to go, I'm there. Where you need to be, I'm mm-hmm. there. I sacrifice, you know, that's just, what the, you're doing. That's yeah. just what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what mm-hmm. I did for my child. But, you know, I know a lot of parents and children that hang out together. Mm. They smoke mm. together. Yeah. <laughs> they you drink know, together. They drink together. They go to the club together. I can't do that. Now, I'm going to say this and I'm going to let y'all go ahead and have it. But <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, I may say a curse word. Mm. My son has never heard me. What? Never. Mm. He's heard me say he he heard me say hell under my breath, okay. <laughs> but he has never heard me hurt, mm-hmm. and yep. I've never cursed him. Obviously, yeah. Well, I can't say round of applause for, for that. I, I, <laughs> that that's definitely the type gets applause. We those are the boundaries and restraints that are needed now. Um, it, everything, like you said, people being friends with their kids. It also doesn't help that most kids. And their parents don't have as big age gaps anymore. They're they're trying True. to live their lives and raise True. somebody 17. that's kind of an accessory. So you're kind of just doing it together. Now you guys are friends. You're in the same now we're generation up group. We're growing and, up together. And you're growing up together. So that's where you see a lot of that. Funny story. Real quick. <laughs> when I was younger, if a girl liked me, if I like her, whatever the case was, if she had kids, no problem. Yeah. If you cursed your kids... I'm out. Oh, yeah. Period. I'm done. Really? I'm out. Yes, really. Because you will never cuss out my child. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I just I just didn't grow up that way. My mother never, she had bad, but she didn't curse us out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and for you to curse out a kid. Yeah. I, I can't get with that. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever cursed out my child, but I have cursed around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never have cursed right. him out. Right. <laughs> but there's yeah. a different way of cursing out. I can't say that I haven't cursed out my kid, but it's it's in a different way. It's it's constructive criticism. We're going to have a firm talk about behavior. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. way yeah. more yeah. about than just the... Yep. Right. But it's not just passing, you know, the the trauma or the emotional mood that I'm in to somebody just because you're being inconvenienced. And I think that's where you see a lot of this cursing Cursing out out. and Mm -hmm. you're not being responsible or receptive to your child's feelings, investigating a problem. Mm -hmm. So then what does the kid have? Then you have these phones that are teaching them all these behaviors, reinforcing everything. And then, you know, the worst happens. Mm. It does. Gotta love the kids. Mm. These generations. We need to bring back, um, 
less TV, less phone time and whoopings. You can't take the TV uh, oh. phone away. You can't yeah. do that. I you know. Can't do that. That's no, impossible. the kids will have a fit. Do you? <laughs> oh my goodness! The <laughs> just turn off the Wi-Fi. Just turn it's off the like Wi-Fi. They, they can have real... their phones, but turn off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> then what you going to do? But it's they literally go through a withdrawal period. I'm talking about attitude. Uh, probably Ooh. aches pains chills like literally <laughs> these kids have a, a real connect it all of it's mental i, I can get yeah. that because I, i'm addicted to the <laughs> internet if you will mm-hmm. i have to have it because yeah. i'm my brain is constantly you in motion at, right and I, I and whether i'm researching something creating something or whatever that i don't have to have tv <laughs> i could care less about tv <laughs> i don't have to have it I have but to have the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I need yeah. I need my information when yeah. I need it. So. so we're not we're not getting rid of it, but what do we do? How do we raise a better generation of people? Limit their time. Earth? Limit their time. I think there's a lot more to that. I, I think there's a yes. lot more community involvement that we need to have because everything is separated too. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I think if we engage them more in activities, me growing up. I'm outside till the I'm lights outside. come on. I'm you outside. Know what I mean? lights come on. And <laughs> even <my> bikes, trying <laughs> to be out bike, past that. Basketball, just right. anything. Anything. Just, but some, there's just genuinely some kids. Like my son, he was just like, I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, but then you can't really have your kids outside right. nowadays yeah, as much that's true. anymore. And that's scary. That's scary it, for them it, just it to has to, to be something, whether it's an after school program, whether it's something you create for them. Mm-hmm. Um, sports, if 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 they're into sports, mm-hmm. um, anything. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a, a science program. Yeah. You know, it could be you know the, the Y has yeah. all kind of things. Um, other programs. I know in Grand Rapids, um, um, Doctor Kelly Christopher mm-hmm. has the STEM program. Okay. For for science and math. Yeah. You know. That's that's a program. There's a lot of growing robotics programs yeah. at schools too. Yeah. Exactly. So there there are things out there, but the parent has to be find them, find the programs, and be willing to take the kid to the program. Do it. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I just it's a lot of work. So so <laughs> raising the next generation of children really is going to start with raising the next generation of better parents. So, and it's not always the parents' fault. Honestly, with our economic times, people are working minimum two jobs right just to make that's, ends meet huge and they're not around yeah. to be able to be yeah. around with their kids and they and that, don't have time to drop them off yeah. and pick them up mm-hmm. or they or just can't don't afford these programs right. or they don't have help so you know i was on my way to work one day mm-hmm. driving around the curve you know i'm doing 35 <laughs> whatever i saw a little boy outside of his home he he may have been four mm-hmm. four to five just standing on the curb, literally. Oh. Cars flying by. Nobody knew where this little boy was at. Construction work, uh, telephone workers, DTE or whoever, consumers, was, uh-huh. was across the street doing what they did or what they do. They didn't come down to, oh, to, to check on that little boy. I literally turned the block, came Good back, knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. They did not know this little boy was out there almost in the street oh, about to get hit. Yeah. You know, it takes a village. It does, and people need to I'm play their like, parts then, in the village. Yeah, and a lot of people just don't stop. How many people just just drive by it? No, everybody's like so preoccupied yeah. with the next thing that they have to get to. Right. But how many times? I, I know I've even in the store, like 
I was like, um, well, baby girl, do you belong to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> where, yeah where are we going? I don't. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> oh, oh, it's you guys? Okay, good. Keep her closer to you, please. Right. Like, just taking the ownership of we all are responsible for each other at the end of the day. But the crazy part is when the when the young lady came to the door, get in the house. Uh, it was it was like that, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't say it was thank their you. Fault. Didn't say I appreciate it. Nothing. Nothing. This boy could have took one step off that curb and, and could have been hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All he is is you the know. next inconvenience for her. It sounds like. Ugh. Oh, so yeah. sad. So sad. Got to do better. This is Rachel Parker, a.k.a. Rach with the Y, and I'm signing off from Doug Sims Live with my bestie, Jane Jones. Hey. Jane, how did you feel tonight? I felt great. It was an amazing show. And we're here with the man himself, Doug Sims. I just want to say thank you for having us back in the studio. We really enjoyed our time. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes, y'all. Yeah, that was our show for tonight. And as always, and from last time, more to come. More to come.